God Talks to an Agnostic is presented by the Wilbury Theatre Group in collaboration with AFRI Productions, with support from the Rhode Island Foundation's Bannister Black Philanthropy Fund, and an Engagement Services and Resiliency Grant from the Rhode Island Department of Commerce. View the complete list of episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about the show or to learn more about how you can support our work, visit us online at thewilburygroup.org. Put your hand in the hand of the man who stilled the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. That's Ma's favorite song. She's always singing it or humming it. Not sure if her original attachment came from it being sung in the church or from those folk singers back in the marches. She always sings her favorite part, even if she's humming the rest. She'd always sing when it came to the part. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. I heard it on the radio the other day. I was stuck in slow-moving, stop-and-start traffic. This song was playing and the sky cuts me off. No signal, nothing, but, you know, it was no biggie. I wasn't in a rush, and nobody was going anywhere fast anyhow. I was stuck behind this guy for a long time, a couple of miles at least. I got to read the stickers that were plastered all over the back of his car. He was one of those gun and Bible people, an uneven mix of gun porn and his version of religious swag. (laughs) No, seriously, literally. One of the stickers said, My church, capital S period, W period, A period, and G period. Serve, worship, and glory. My church swag. Charlie sees cars like that and says, That's a cop. You know that's a cop. Charlie has no love lost for the police. In high school, he was always getting harassed. This white kid, one of Charlie's best friends, had assessed the harassment was because of Charlie's letter jacket. His theory was, a bunch of the cops in our town had gone to our high school and played football. He said they were mad at Charlie because Charlie had broken all of their football records. High school football was their glory days, he'd say. So this kid's solution? Don't wear your letter jacket. (laughs) Charlie was both incredulous and amused. White boys, he'd say. Anyway. I was stuck behind this guy, and and one of the stickers was that one you always see. In guns we trust. That's their standard. In guns we trust. It made me wonder, what is the difference between trust and faith? Or if there is a difference? I later looked it up. Here's the difference. Trust the firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Faith, the complete trust or confidence in someone or something.
You two gonna come in for a minute? It's not too late for you, Mama. After that heavy dinner, I need to stay up for a bit. Okay. You got time, baby brother? Hey, it's on you, Eddie. Come on in. I made a lemon pound cake this morning. Shoo, enough said. Here we go. Hey, yo, Ma. You gonna let me take some of this pound cake home with me tonight, right? I'll wrap up a piece for you. That's what I'm talking about. Addie, you take some for the kids. Thank you, Ma. You know them kids ain't gonna see none of that cake. Mind your business, I'm trying to look out for my niece and nephew. You wanna look out for somebody's kids, get your own. I don't need to, I got yours. I can (laughs) make enough cake for more. More what? More grandkids. Oh, Oh, you too, Ma? You gonna gonna come at me too? You ain't getting no younger, son. And Uh, neither is Robin. Robin? How did Robin get into this? Addie. What? I didn't say anything. Why else would her name come up? Did you hear me say her name? What did you tell Ma? Did you tell her I talked to Robin today? Oh, thought you said it wasn't Robin. You know, it ain't no secret the way that girl got you sniffing up behind her. <laughs> Sniff? What? It's fine. She's a pretty girl. She's smart. I understand. No, Ma, he needs to stop chasing after her. She's been messing with his head for years. What? And you know it's true. No matter what she does, you keep crawling back to her. You you have no idea what you're talking I about. I know what no I see. No idea. No. What do you I see? I see whenever she says rabbit, your ass is jumping it ten feet off her. her. It's not. Why are you always Thank you. Side? See? See? You it's don't know what you're talking you. about. How can you say it's, it's not? She you. is always. Oh, what, what, oh, it's you. What? Me? Yes, you. So, so what are you trying? How am I? Why haven't you moved on? Or better, will you admit to why you haven't moved on? I, uh. Uh, I don't... Because uh, uh, <laughs> she's hoish, and whenever hey. she gets lonely and wants to... No, stop. Addie, stop. What? Robin is a smart, beautiful, talented woman. Thank you. We all know she could have men lined up at her door. She is not that woman. All right. Yeah, thanks, Ma. See? No, uh-uh. See? Whatever. No, uh-uh. Not that easy for you, mister. Because the other question you have to ask yourself is why hasn't she moved on? Why? What do you... What do you mean? She's got... All that going for herself. Why hasn't a woman like that moved on? Trust me, it ain't the sex. Oh, damn. What? <laughs> you went there? Hey, I am talking to you now, not her. That's right, not me. Just chill out, peanut guy. <laughs> so, tell me, son. If you walked over to her apartment right now, got on one knee or however you do it nowadays, if you went there right now and asked her to marry you, what do you think she would say? I... I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, she might. She'd say yes. Period. No question. What makes you so sure? Cause it's not her. It's you. Me? What? How? How is it me? It's just who you are. Mm-hmm. How you are. What do you mean? Yeah, I want to hear this. Enough. Tell me about your house. I love my house. Are you going to sell it? No, never. Why? I mean, I put so much into it. it, it it's comfortable there. It, it has everything I need. It's mine. It's, it's me. It's and, me. And how long did it take for you to make the decision to buy? It didn't. As soon as I saw it, I knew I wanted it. I just... Easy decision? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It is a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's Victorian, right? Bricks mm-hmm. and mortar. Nice yard. All the amenities inside. Hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. Fireplace. Mm-hmm. Fine. Heavy door with the ornamental doorknobs. Just a beautiful, beautiful it home. It really is mm-hmm. a nice house. Yeah, I love it. It is. It's... What I've always wanted. Yes, I know it is. You're in love with Robin, aren't you? Ah, what? What? Ah. Where did that come from? I thought we were talking about my house. Nope. We're talking about you. You and Robin, but mostly you. What? Why 
Is it so easy to acknowledge that you love that house, but not her? What? I didn't. You said in love with Robin. I said I love my house. You said in love. Lo and there you have it. What? Why do you, must you make a distinction? No, I'm just, I'm just. Running, I'm just, son. Mm -hmm. You're just running. Run. You shout out to the world that you love your house, but the woman you love, you openly commit to bricks and mortar, but anything that requires a deeper connection, you run. It's like that agnostic nonsense you hide behind. Hide behind? Who says what I'm hiding? What do you I'm say? Not, if not it's hiding, not Ma. real, uh, you need something I to just be... Wanna... Tangible. Yes, tangible. What? That's your hiding place. That's where you run to. Listen, son, love, like faith, is not tangible. Not in the way you define it. I only say that because I want it to be right. Yet, I'm... when what's right and good is staring you in the face, you run. Hmm. You keep saying I'm running. Why haven't you moved on from Robin? But we're not together. You're not? No. Then what are you? Yeah, little brother. What are you? We're... I mean, we still care about each other. We still care You're for each other. You're in love with her. Come on, Ma. And she's in love with you. But what you won't face is, God put this woman in your life, and he won't let you let go. Faith. I misspeak when I say it's blind. My mother is intelligent, a deep thinker, insightful with the wisdom of her years, and she is anything but blind. She's a person who is unshakable in her faith. She doesn't just believe, she knows. I mean, she knows. That to me sounds like a good thing. It is, well, I guess. I mean, well, people need something to believe in. You make a distinction, I see. What distinction? You say people need something to believe in, but your mother knows. Hmm, yeah. I sense you feel there is a purity in what you see in your mother's faith, but not so in others. Yeah, 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 I think that's true. Are you seeing this because she is your mother? Nah, nah no, I don't think so. Are you sure? Mm, yes, now that I think about it, yes. I even see the difference in how my father dealt with his faith compared to my mother. Was your father's faith not as pure? No, I mean, I wouldn't, I, well, I wouldn't say it like that. I mean, his faith was strong, but you know, he had questions. For him to have questions means there is room for growth, does it not? Hmm, I, I guess, uh, yeah, that's a good thing, right? Mm, depends. On what? It depends on how you assess what you have described as purity. What does that mean? What is the difference in the purity of your mother's faith and the lack thereof in others? So, people like my father, he believes, but he has questions. Questions, the answers to which, no doubt, would strengthen his belief. Yes. As opposed to people like you, who question because you do not believe. Uh, yeah. And your mother? People like her? Tell the truth, I don't know anybody like her. Hmm. Are you saying no one else knows in the way she knows? Well, people claim to, but I don't believe them. These are people who do not exhibit the same purity? They exhibit no purity. 
I mean, so many people do it just for the show. If you, you know, if it's in you, why can't that be enough? Why do they have to, to just broadcast it all over the place? Why can't you just have your own personal thing and leave the rest of us out of it? I can read. I've read the Bible. I know the Ten Commandments. I probably follow the Ten Commandments more than most Christians. I mean, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not... Thou shalt not kill? This needs to be stated in a commandment? Is it not something that is automatically understood by all? It's in the Bible. I mean, and the crazy thing is, there's all kinds of killing in the Bible, all throughout the Bible. This Bible. You've mentioned it before. Uh, tell me more about it. The Bible. The, the Bible? Me? Tell you about the Bible? Yes. I'm interested to know more about it. You don't know about the Bible? I do not believe so. But these are your words coming directly from you, dictated, well, for lack of a better word, from you to the apostles and then written in the Bible. It's hmm. interesting. I know. And of this Bible, what is its purpose? I mean, it's the Bible, what religion is based on. Like, I guess, like a guide on how to live right. So you can go to heaven after you die. Based on my words? Yes, it's sacred. Sacred? Yes. And you, do you inscribe the words I say to you? I, uh, well, I, I mean, I'm not like an apostle, you know, I, I haven't, I, I mean, the Bible was written thousands of years ago. Hmm, not so very long ago. Interesting. One of the reasons, whoa, whoa. All of a sudden, the temperature of the rain cooled. The droplets softened. The rain is coming down at the same pace, but somehow the droplets on my skin have softened. She's thinking. I can feel her thinking. Not that I can see into her thoughts, but I know what I'm feeling is she's in deep thought. Mm, these words. My words, as you say, they were inscribed, collected by apostles as a guide for life. The kind of purity of life you see in your mother. Yes, that's it exactly. These apostles, they are the ones who first envisioned the creator in the masculine form? Mm, yeah, I guess. Yet, they claim to have spoken to me directly. I've taken my words and directly inscribed them as a guide for life. That's, that's what people believe. Hmm. Throughout time, just as you are here now, I speak to all matter of life. The trees, flowers, animals, large and small. The clarity of our communication is without flaw. You, as I communicate with you, do you understand? Yes. Is there clarity in our communication? Yes. So it is possible to have this clarity. You can communicate as clearly as the tree? Uh, yes. There's a long silence. I don't say anything. I don't know what to say. Finally, I feel the rain warm again. There is memory in the soil. What do you mean? Every foot leaves an impression, as does every paw, claw, and hoof. Roots shallow and deep move the soil. 
tumbled rocks make mark and, and settle. Still and scuttled waters disturb and resettle. All of this is known to the soil, and I know the soil. I understand life in all its intricacies, <laughs> all its impressions, how it is perceived to begin, how it is perceived to end. Perceived? There's no beginning and there's no end. But people die. People are, are born and people die. You say that as if uh, people are not somehow connected to the body of life. The body of life? Life is made up of all that exists. But what about our separate individual lives? Separate? How can life be separated? But people, I, I mean, we're all different. Yes. So how could we all be one body? There is harmony and there's chaos. And we exist somewhere in the middle? Oh, we're all of it. All together, just one big? Even though there are individual and collective efforts to disturb it. Disturb it? How? I believe this idea of separation is where the notion of killing was born. Therefore, the need of a commandment, thou shalt not kill. <laughs> this is so different. Everything I've been taught in school, church. Vacation Bible school? <laughs> yes, vacation Bible school. This is crazy. All of religion is based on those teachings. I mean, people have no idea. And even so, people like your mother, or to your knowledge, exclusively your mother, has found a way to live a purity in life. Yeah, but does, does that even matter? Oh, it matters. In fact, I suggest to you that that is all that matters. Your father and I were together. 44 years, married for 42 before the good Lord took him home. I told him everything. He told me everything. No secrets. That was your ra-da-da, huh, ma? What? You and Pops. Ra-da-da. What does that mean? Oh, ride or die, <laughs> ma. Still stallion, brick house, pilot on. Right ride or die. die. <laughs> Double R came strong. She didn't be bitchy. She right? Or that's what they were saying? I could never understand what they were saying. Ride, ride or, or die. die. Ride, ride or die. die. Whatever. Now, tell me, son, who do you tell your secrets to? Don't say Addie, because we know better. What? We're twins, Ma. We tell each other everything. <laughs> that hasn't been true since you got married, Addie. I don't know, Ma. It's some things that my husband still don't know that only baby brother and I know. But since you've been married, who do you share those things with? It's okay. He's got things he hasn't told you. Do you? You know you could talk to me about anything, right? Yes, yes, I know. But? I mean, Addie, you got your family, your husband. Whatever I'm dealing with, I'm not going to put that on you. Even though I know you got my back and all, you don't need to be dealing with all that and my added problems, you oh, know? come on now, baby. No, brother. no, he's right. But that's not even what I'm talking about. 
not just the problems, it's everything else. The ups and downs, the little joys, the minutia. Something happens in your day and at the end of the day you come home, you want to share or you need to unload. Who is that person, your go-to? Ma, I go home to an empty house. Hmm, that's his dodge. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, he's running. No, I'm not running. Okay, I'm just... okay. So tell me, son. Think about this. The last time you had something burning on your mind, it, it could have been good, bad, whatever, but it wasn't something you just put out there, not something you tell just anybody, but you had to tell someone, someone you trusted, someone, someone you actually wanted, was excited to share this information with, excited to share that moment, that, that piece of you, the, the piece of you that no one else knows. Who is that person? <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Not only are you thinking of her, you're thinking of that thing you shared with her too. <laughs> Don't look at Addie, I'm still talking to you. <laughs> it's Robin? <gasps> No, no. I tell you what. No, what I'm not telling tell you. No, no, I'm not telling what you anything. Today? No, stop. Just on, you need to stop. No, tell no. Us, you're not. Brother. You ain't even ready what for it. it. You're not ready. Oh, so Seriously. you sitting there telling her? No, oh. you are not. I'm just saying you're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. <laughs> Good night, ma. Good night. I'll call you in the morning. Get some rest. You get home safe now. Guess I learned a few things tonight. Oh, we all did. Hmm. So, you be holding out on me? Just like you be holding out on me. I'm married, that's my husband. I'm not supposed to tell you everything that happens between us. Oh, but I'm supposed to tell you everything that happens between me and, 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 and anybody? Forever? Mm. Anybody? Anybody. Anybody? So who the hell is anybody? Anybody is anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start with me. Anybody, <laughs> AKA R-O-B-Y-N. Mm. You know, I was thinking, while Ma was reading you, she wasn't really reading you as much oh, as- Oh no, yeah, she was reading me. Okay. She was reading me. <laughs> it's true, she was. It was gentle though. Uh, um. While she was gently reading you, I felt bad. Why? Cause I could've, should've been more supportive. What are you talking about? You've always been supportive. No, no, I haven't. Not like I should have. The way I'm always putting Robin on blast, I should have recognized how you feel about her. Well, yeah, but I mean, I didn't exactly put it out there like that. But maybe you would have if I hadn't been so hard on her. I know you were just looking out for me. Well, whatever happens with you and her, I support you. <sighs> Thanks. Well, yo, Ma did lay it out though, oh, didn't yo, she? Oh, girl, be knowing, <laughs> right? You think she's just cracking the door open, but she already taking it to the next three levels. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she does it, but mm -hmm. she knows. She just knows. I know, right? Oh, but what about Mr. Mystery Preacher? We gotta find out what's up with that. Who this man was? How you gonna find this man? I don't know, but she got some feelings. I don't know. I don't think it was like that. You never know. I bet we could find him. What? Yeah, let's find him. How are we gonna do that? Oh, please, you can find anybody on the interwebs. But you don't even know his name. Not yet. 
No, count me out. Count me out. Hmm. You sure? Nah, I'm in. <laughs> count me in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> What the? The incident took place two blocks from the Washington housing complex on Washington and 79th. The incident was captured on cell phones by several observers and posted on social media. The names of the teen and the officers involved are being withheld at this time. A growing crowd is gathering in the area as additional police arrive on Hey the Baxter, scene. what's up? Did you hear? It's Mace. I'm on my way. God Talks to an Agnostic is written and directed by Don Mays, with sound design by Andy Russ, production management by Annalie Cavallaro, and music contributions by Ashley Frith, the Culmination Group with Edgar Diaz, and the Watson's Gospel Choir. The show features performances by Don Mays, Rose Weaver, Jackie Davis, Rudy Rue Cabrera, Pamela Lambert, Deraja Hines, Jason Quinn, Jeff Hodge, Tanya Montenegro, Scylla Bento, Mindy Brito, Lorraine Guerra, and Becky Davis. God Talks to an Agnostic is produced by the Wilbury Theatre Group in collaboration with AFRI Productions, with support from the Rhode Island Foundation's Bannister Black Philanthropy Fund and an engagement services and resiliency grant from the Rhode Island Department of Commerce. All episodes were recorded at the Waterfire Arts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. View the complete list of available episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about the series or to learn more about how you can support our work, visit us online at thewilburygroup.org. Charlie's letter jacket was grossly understated. He started as a freshman starting running back, varsity. The most yardage for a freshman running back. He racked up records all four years of high school. Four varsity letters, most yards, most carries, most touchdowns, running or receiving. His stats were ridiculous. He was unstoppable. During football season, he was in the paper almost every week. Everyone in the district knew him. He led the team to three consecutive state championships, won two of them. MVP in both. The most any other kid has was two letters on their letter jacket, their junior and senior years. Charlie lettered all four. Other kids put both of their letters on their jacket. Charlie only had one on his, just the freshman letter. The last game of his junior year closed out an undefeated season. Going into the playoffs, number one team in the district, Charlie scored three touchdowns. He was walking home with his friend, same white kid. Both were wearing their letter jackets. They were going to the kid's house to hang out. He lived in one of the wealthier neighborhoods. The street didn't have sidewalks. Rich people, neighborhoods, I don't know. So they were walking in the street. It was dark out, nighttime. A car pulls up behind them, and it just so happened Charlie and the kid split. Charlie went to one side of the road, the kid went to the other. The car slows. It's a cop car. Two cops in the car. Charlie's on the driver's side. The cop barks. 
Hey, boy, come here. What the F are you doing in this neighborhood? Huh? No niggas live in this neighborhood. What are you doing here? Charlie's like, I'm with my friend. We're going to his house right up the street. Don't let me catch you out here by yourself, boy. Don't want no goddamn trouble out of you. The cops drive away. As they walk, Charlie asks his friend, what'd that one say to you? He said he loves the lawns in this area. Asked if my dad does his lawn or hires landscapers. Charlie said nothing, but thought to himself, nah, it's not the jacket. As I drive like a maniac to Robin's apartment, heart pounding, mind racing, radio off, I don't want to hear what they're saying. For some reason, I remember that gun porn religious swag guy. I think of Ma's song. I think of my question about trust and faith. And I wonder with either, but, but mostly faith, I wonder how can one... I wonder, how can one claim faith, swag in their faith even, with the absence of humanity? Where is the humanity? Faith without humanity is... The gun porn religious swag guy. I don't know him, never saw him again. Don't know what he does for a living. I think of Charlie's assessment of cars like that. All I can say, when he got off the road, he turned into the city's municipal parking lot. <laughs>